Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight is our legend segment. I'm your host, Bobby Butler. And tonight, we got another Delray Beach legend. Help me welcome former Atlantic High star, Bethune Cookman star, head coach of Atlantic High, Chris Bean. Welcome to the show, brother. Absolutely. Good to see you, man. My pleasure to be here. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I've been doing this show now for a couple of years. Right. You started out going in a different direction. But, you know, I got a love for Delray Beach, man. And so I said, I need to get all my boys on this show, right? And just show, you know, um, the fruit of that little community, what we have in place. And, Chris, now, you 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 graduated in the class of 87, 86, 87? 86. 86, okay. So you're a lot younger than me. Now, right. did you get a chance to watch me play high school ball at all? Absolutely. Okay, great, great. So <clears throat> what I always say, you know, it's amazing how you saw me play. I saw Anthony Penn play, right? Right. And, you know, how that thing in Delray just happens like that, man. You know, it's so much, I mean, so much to be inspired by, especially in, in, in the game of football. You know, and it started years ago when Mr. Pompey started the football program at Carver High in 1944. And so it goes way back. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Man, I'm glad to have you on the show. So let me ask you a question, right? So most of us in Delray, in our generation, my generation after, had a chance to start playing organized ball with the Delray Rocks. Correct. And I'm quite sure that was your trick as well. It was. Mm -hmm. And so... And, and sometimes we lose sight of the importance of the rocks. Absolutely. Um, also went back. Now, my start in coaching football wasn't with Atlanta. Oh, okay. Where you start? It was at the rocks. Oh, really? Okay. Because uh, <laughs> when I when I left, when I my first year out of college, I came back and, and teamed up with Benny. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Before before I went to Atlantic, before I started working uh, substitute at Atlantic High School. So it started with Benny, mm -hmm. you know, and just basically uh, retracing my steps all over again. Okay. So, man, and people don't know the importance of that. And, and you know, I'll see it. 
and uh, I'm what what you call one of these uh, priceless uh, loyalty guys. You know, <laughs> I love the, I love the city of Derry, and you can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on it, man. I, I, I tell you what, man. You, you know, I never wanted to when I got drafted here in Atlanta. Even though Atlanta's a great city, and, and I'm, right. I'm glad that we are here, but I never had any intentions of living here. Always wanted to go back home in that little community in the off season and just come up here during the season, but it just didn't, it just didn't make sense for me to do that. And then they started, you know, having the off season programs with the NFL team, so so I had to stay. But man, I, you know, I've always missed Derry. Derry is always in the forefront of my mind. It's always in my heart, man. You know, and so um, so that's awesome. So I, I want to mention a couple names to you. All right, so you got to start with the Rocks. Right. Buck Mitchell, thoughts. Uh, one, one, another one of my mentors. Absolutely. Um, when I left Benny mm -hmm. from the middle team, mm -hmm. went up, I went up to bump and basically kind of found my full potential as a football player, which, right. you know, uh, I didn't know, I mean, how fierce of a tackler I was. Uh-huh. Until I got the bump when he unleashed that animal. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Understood that. Hey, man, I can really just you can do this thing. Momentum of a football game by one tackle. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, Owens was my coach. I can't think of Owens' uh, uh, first name. Okay, Coach Owens. But anyway, I was used to playing corner. Okay. You know, I was on corner with, with Benny. Uh -huh. and they moved me to safety. Mm -hmm. And Owens, Coach Owens told me, he said, hey, man, you know, it was Coach Owens and it was uh, Vince Strong. Vince Strong, okay. Vince Strong coached the offense. Okay. Owens, okay. Mm -hmm. Vince. Bunt was the head coach that was over everything. Mm -hmm. And Owens said, hey, man, stop hesitating. <laughs> you see the play. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Wow. So I was coming up. Man, I was from the safety position like I was a linebacker. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So I got full tilt. I was full tilt. I'm full blast coming up. You were coming forward. I read run. I was full blast. I love it, man. I love it. You know. That brought a new mindset. Now, granted, you can't play that way today. With the right, of course. Of stuff, course. Right. Of course. And, but then it was like, Okay, I'm, 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 you know, like uh, I'm gonna take your soul. <laughs> I love it. I love. It. So, so Chris, let me ask this question. All right, so you started playing defense with the Rocks, right? All right. Okay. So now, um, it, it's amazing. Now, well, let me ask you this because I know most of us play multiple positions, which I did. I, I know you were an offensive player. Yes, I was. I know you were an offensive player. So with the Rocks. What did you start on the offensive side? You, you were now, when I first started on the ninety pound. Mm -hmm. I was blocking for people. They had me at guard. <laughs> all right, all right. So now I understand now. I understand now. All right, okay. <laughs> they gonna they, they gonna give you the full spectrum of football, and make you appreciate right, right, right. the position. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. You know, I, I, the, when I first started, it was like I was with a guy named, you know, uh, Coach Bartram. Okay. 
it was uh it was major ground. Oh, okay. All right, huh? He like oh, you know, defensive end, mm -hmm. offensive guard, mm -hmm. you know, and then when, when I got to Benny, mm -hmm. I still had another year on the 90 pound. Oh, okay. But I I skipped it. Cause I didn't want to block them. Okay, I ain't like <laughs> all this. So I went up, and he gave me the football. He let me run it. All right. Okay. I said, okay, bet. All right. All right. You know. All right. So I went from blocking for people to <laughs> running the football and playing cornerback. He said, I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna put you in the backfield, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you play corner. All right, so let me ask you this question now. All right, so now you started out on the line, so that's what that's where you got that that tenacity to be hitting that early, right? One of the things you know, I know for me, I, you know, I've always been a little kid, right? And, and when I started dreaming about playing football, you know, it was always about the ball, right? It was always about you know uh, what can I do with this ball? And even in the streets of Delray, when I played street ball, you know, it was all always about throwing the football and catching the football for me, right. right? And so I never saw myself because I was a tiny kid. I never even thought about defense, man. And so my story goes like this. Of course, my Bump Mitchell used to be the 80-pound coach right? back in the old days. So, so he coached me. He was my first coach. But here's what he taught me. All right, so you have me, you have Van Williams, you have Bernard Parker. Right. You had P Nanny, right? And right. you had Nelson McMurray. We were all the we were, we were the backfield. He started me out at quarterback in the beginning. And then you know back then we didn't have no passing game, right? It was all about running the ball. And so instead of me playing quarterback, he moved me to the backfield and we all, you know, we brought the plays in. So it's about four of us, man, who was bringing plays in. And so I was the fastest at that time, you know, and not only just a straight line speed guy, I can break you down, you know, open right. field. And so I I just thought, you know, I let I let the team and, and scoring touchdowns, right? So I thought, well, I don't need to block. Just give me the ball. Everybody else can block. Right. Coach, just give me the ball. I mean, you know, I'm I'm 10 years old, right? That was my mindset. Man, one day in practice, I didn't make a block. Bumped to the offense, go get in the huddle. He made me stand right next to him. He got the ball. He hit me in my gut, knocked the wind out of me. I went down on a knee. You know, he said, get up. And I got up. He said, now this is what we're going to do. He looked at the defense. He said, look, I'm going to blow the whistle. He said, I want all y'all to hit him. And he said, I want every all 11 y'all to hit him. He looked at me, and he said, you better not fall down. <laughs> so here we go, Chris. He blow the whistle. They all jump. Ha, 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 ha. Again. He gave the ball again. Bah, 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 bah. The third time, I'm crying, right? Tears coming out my eyes. And so the third time, he said, now, son, you ready to block now? I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so here's what I learned that day. Football, this, this this game of football ain't got nothing to do with me individually. Right. I better do my part or I'm going to have to deal with this kind of stuff. Right. 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 So I learned early, this is not about you, son. This is not about you. And so those life lessons, man, I mean, th those things carried me, you know, and I can tell you every coach who coached me what they gave me, but that's what Bump Mitchell gave me. You know, this is not about you. This is a team game. It's the ultimate team game. 
and you got to play your part. When when your part is to, you got to do this, you got to do that. Right, right, right. And I was taught that early. You know, mm-hmm. right out the, right out the gate. Yes, hey, you you gonna block? But it was a it was a culture mm. that because you know I had different roles. You know, working for the city. Right. As well, the school system, I had different mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. So I had a chance to be over the rocks one time mm-hmm. oh. I, when I left uh, Atlantic Coaching. Okay. You know, I was the athletic director at Pompeii. Okay. So I come to find out, all right, you know, over time, mm-hmm. this rock thing, it's not the same family oriented. Right, right, right. You know, it, the things that have changed, people have changed mm-hmm. and understand how it used to work. They don't have an appreciation for the family element that you have. Right. right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, you you know, things change, people change, mm-hmm. and, and, and times bring about those things. So right, I, oh, absolutely. It went full circle for me, man. I saw, I've, I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing even with Atlantic football right. because mm-hmm. these younger guys now I call it open borders. Ah, hey. you know, where yeah. they regulating yeah. where you live or where you come right. from, right. whatever. Right. And it's like I would—I never coached when I was at Atlanta. I never coached like that. Right. Exactly. Uh, like, hey man, you need to go to guidance. Right. What you live, what your situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, anything to do with that? Mm-hmm. But before you come this way with me, mm-hmm. you need to clear that with them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I'm not calling no kid. I wasn't believing that. Right, right, right. I've had my own players. Right. Hey, this is a kid at Lake Road. No, I don't do that. I called Coach Lowe one time. Well, Lowe was the coach at Lake Road. Uh-huh. Hey, Lowe, man, look at this. Look here. My guys are trying to recruit one of your players. Right, exactly. Your mm-hmm. big boy, your, your, mm-hmm. uh, your all-conference, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all-American right. guard and defense right. tackle. They try to get him. Uh-huh. Now it's up to you to keep him from, from coming down. Right, exactly. Or his family moving. I don't know what his family. I think his family situation was a little financially better than right. usual. Right. So they have moved to get the kid where they want. They want to go. Right. Exactly. But exactly. I, I don't want parts of that. Okay? Let, me, let me ask you a question. When did that start? You, you know, because during our time, I mean, nobody was doing that. You know. It started with the uh, the push of private schools. Okay. The push with the St. Thomas with the success, the overwhelming success uh, of St. Okay. Thomas. Okay. Um, your overwhelming success for other schools coming. And then you had the wire becoming a super school mm-hmm. on the north end. Right. A lot of kids were basically just finding their way there. Right. Uh, you know, what was their situation? A lot of them financially can move in that area. Right, right, exactly. okay, I'm going to the best coach in the best, right, you know, right. best program. Right, right. And uh, kids was just flocking, or they'll go to American Heritage and mm-hmm. Dale or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. even my situation, I had to compete with American Heritage. Wow. That's crazy, man. And I, I'm the type of guy. I believe that my coaching staff and me, mm-hmm. I'm into developing people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I used to tell them, I said, hey, go over there, find out what, you know, mm-hmm. what like. Go see it. Right, right. I encourage you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you what's the best place for you. Mm-hmm. I had kids go to Pope. Mm-hmm. I had a kid 
throw the Pope on me mm -hmm. to a wing T option, whatever type game mm -hmm. from a wide open passing game. Wow. So if you my third receiver wow. who's getting who's getting 30 balls. Right, exactly. On the season, 40 balls, maybe. Right. And you go to a place where you're lucky to get 10. 10, <laughs> exactly. It made no sense to it me. It don't make sense, right, exactly. And see, it, for the folks who understand the history of it, mm -hmm. when I when I went from the defensive side of the football to the mm -hmm. offensive side of the football at Atlantic, mm -hmm. coaching, mm -hmm. and I had my nephew as the quarterback, mm -hmm. and I had his god brother as one of the receivers. Okay. AJ caught 94 balls in a year. Wow. Bruh. 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 You got pros don't do that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> granted, granted, we had playoffs and everything. Added. Right, 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 right. But, but, but it was still. Like, but still. Wow. Man, that's production right there. And, but the next guy had 60. Exactly. And, and even your third and fourth guy's got to have 20 and 30. Yeah, David Clowney was the third, and that guy David was the third guy. He had thirty nine. Wow. Jim, and and uh, Robinson, Jimmy Robinson, John Robinson had um, Tony. I'm sorry, Tony Robinson had twenty twenty nine, twenty five, twenty nine. Wow, man, that's a lot of ball. That's a so lot of ball. Was, we was throwing it all over the place. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. Over twelve hundred yards passing in the playoffs alone. <laughs> 14, two interceptions. Wow. People don't understand how prolific of an offense that was. Oh, that, oh, what, man. What Omar was putting up. And I was like, you know, I had just went over, but it was me and Bill on the offensive side of the football. Mm -hmm. I was the passing coordinator. Okay. So when I came up that whole summer, wow. I spent designing and, and putting in motion packages mm -hmm. and finding. Trying to get mismatches in certain mm -hmm. areas and putting mm -hmm. route combinations together. Right. right. Uh -huh. Use the secondary. Mm -hmm. And them boys spent, we went Monday through Thursday for two hours mm -hmm. for an entire summer. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's strong. Y'all put it together, man. Woo! Boy, when we I, hit the ground, we hit the ground running. Because I, I tell you, Omar put up some numbers, man. You, 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 you know, I don't know who it was who called me and said, look, man, they got a quarterback down here, man. You, you ain't nothing. They don't even know your name no more. <laughs> I said, who is that? And then, you know, of course, and I spoke with you uh, talking about Omar. I mean, it's a, it's it's amazing. And he was a big kid too, right? Yeah. He's a, I mean, he was a, let me, let me tell you something. Now, so, so we talk about, I was talking to somebody earlier today from Delray about quarterback and and he asked me a question about playing quarterback in college i said you know i really wanted to do that but i said you know what it worked out for me i said because think about it when i left for when i left atlantic when i went to fsu i weighed 145 pounds chris right you don't know that right i don't weigh 145 pounds and i said you know what but as a freshman on occasion i got a chance to run scout team for the first team first team defense and i would thrash them right Matter of fact, I had them on the show a couple months ago. The right. seniors, my freshman year at Florida State, right? A lot of defensive players, and they said, "Man, bro, we couldn't stop you, right?" But I, I think back, being 145 pounds, getting that blindside um, edge rusher, 
and taking a lick, bruh, bruh. I wasn't built for that. Right. Now you take Omar, he was prototype. Six four. Prototype. Two ten, I think he was in, in high school, right? Yeah. Golly. I mean, that's that's monster size. I mean, so he's looking over the line because as you go up in the game, now you're gonna to go to college where everybody up front is six four, six five. And then you get the lead, you got a lot of six, 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 sevens up there in front. You gotta look over that to throw that ball down fit. Right. So you know, you ask the question with like when Michael Vick was playing, why was he running around? Well, sometimes he had to see. Yeah, see. Right. <laughs> he, he couldn't see, right? You have to in those passing lanes. You got to run to that passing yeah. lane. Okay. You the open guy. Exactly. So what y'all did, man, when you were coaching Omar, y'all put that thing together, man. That was special. But see, when you know, I had Bill with me and mm-hmm. and every every night and, and Andre was there with the defense because mm-hmm. they had the secondary there. So the secondary guys was getting right. right. And you know, we were spending so much time, but people didn't understand the time we put in to get to that point. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When we went from, you know, I think we was eight and two. We was the last team to get in the playoffs. Okay. From the last team to get to the playoffs uh-huh. to going to state semifinals. Okay. You know, wow. a bad quarter away from going to the state game. Wow, man. And they don't understand the time that we put in. Right. This guy. But right. not only for me, it was special for me because I helped raise him. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Understand the connection and why that connection worked. Right, right. And so you yeah. using his ear constantly. He was in my house. Right, exactly. So he, wow. he 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 grew up with that, and I watched him grow up, and I watched him do things. I used to tell my sister Barbara, I said that's that's not normal. Normal, right? Exactly. For his age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took him outside at age. 18 months, mm-hmm. 18 months, two years. Mm. And through, he had one of the plastic bats and right, a little right. wiffle plastic ball. Right. And I was tossing it to him and he was just slapping it. And I'm looking at this kid like, <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to do this. Do that at that age, absolutely. Right, so it was like, you know. Right. So he had a he had a God given ability. He had a God and and, yeah. and, and understanding that and putting that to football and putting that relationship right. of right. his friends, right, people he spent time with anyway, right, to get the results that we did. Right. Well, well, one of the things I can say, and, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know the guys who Omar played with, but I know Delray, right, right. And so I know you. We got talent everywhere, on every street, on the north side, the south side. Every we got talent, right? And so under under public under publicized talent. Under publicized under publicized talent now. Let's think about that now. Because you know, I get the envious on how Bell Glade and and Uh and Pokey, you know, get all this publicity and ride by they'll get on and go down to Miami and or Lauderdale, St. Thomas, and ride by the accomplishments that is done in this city called Delray. Because exactly. if you say, for instance, when you guys were playing, mm-hmm. if we don't have a Boca High or you know or, or uh, integration, you know, mm-hmm. mandatory integration busing, it's the championship every year for Atlanta. Exactly, but Chris, you know, it's it's amazing, right? So since I've been doing this show, 
Um, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot about the time, prehistoric time, so to speak, before Penn played, right? Right. All I, all I can tell you about is Anthony Penn. I can tell you about the 68-69 Colorado football team. They won back-to-back state titles, right? right. Yeah, I know. I knew Red Oldham played football at Colorado, but I didn't know nothing about them, right? I heard stories. I, I get the Listen, listen, bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> Matter of fact, one night I had Penn, Randy Strong, Greg Dobson, I mean, I had the goats on, right? I had them all on there, right? Yeah. And I had them on the show. And Big Daddy Hunt was all of them on the show at the same time. And we were talking, man. And, you know, and, and I'm talking to these guys. You know, My eyes still like this. I'm still a little. Every time I talk to those guys, I'm still a little kid, man, right? I go back to that place. And then as I, we were doing the show, somebody texts or put a message in the thing. Mr. Pop, I don't know if that Bobby, I don't know if they're the best team Cobb ever had. You know, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Right? These, these guys, they put up that, I don't, I don't know if they were the best, but Mr. Pompey had some teams. Right? And so I I heard that, but then again, I got some information, and I need to see this information. You'll, you'll love this. Um, Mr. Pompey put together a collection of data. Um, from 1944 to 64, the years he, he was involved with the athletic program at, at Carver. Right. You're going to see some names in, 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 this, in this document that you've been seeing drive around their rate that you never knew what they used to do or what they did at Carver High School. Just blew me away. You know, guys like Dusty Evans. I never yeah. knew Dusty was like one of the greatest quarterbacks I heard in, that. In Carver High history, video. right? You know, you'll find out about Bump. Bump was a dynamic quarterback, right? Right. You'll, well, you'll we find know about Tucker. Tucker was well documented. Oh, man, he was the guy. He was a guy. But then you'll find out by guys like um, Sonny Chaney, right? Right. Joe Chaney, older brother. You, you know, I'm just telling you, man. And then you find out about Oswell, Oswell Baldwin. You know, these guys were unbelievable. Now, you know, I knew about guys like Bubba Tucker. You know, you you gonna know about Bubba Tucker, right? right. Bubba, gonna, Bubba, Tucker was, Bubba Tucker was the original. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was the original goat, right? And and then I don't know if you remember James Homer. Yeah, I do. James, I, work, I work with Homer with the Homer, Homer, Homer was a monster, man. And so you go back. And, you know, um, a Red Ivy that lived over there on 13th, you know. Right. Monster football player. So you'll get to see Jake Pullum. You know, guy, you get guy like, man, they were what? And so you get all this information, man. You know, and it's like, it's really blessed me, you know, because our history, our tradition speaks for itself. You know, since the beginning of time. My my uncle, the, who I'm named after, Bobby Butler, right? Right. Bobby was the first all-conference center at Carver High. He was a center. <laughs> you know, I'm like, dude, I didn't know all this stuff, right? So I, I'm going to get that to you so you can go through it one day. But let's get back to you, man. Let's get back to you. All right, so now at Atlantic, you play corner. I play corner. You were the first prime time. I wouldn't call it that, but... <laughs> Well, 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 let me tell you this, Doc. No, when I, when I, I don't know. I wasn't there, Chris. You know, I was in, in when your time. I was here in Atlanta. 
Now, they told me now, when you came out the locker room, you put your uniform on now. They told me now. I you look the part. Huh? You look the part? I look the part now. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty. I'm going to be dressed. Hey, you know what pride, you know what pride say? You look good, you what? You play good. You, you play, play good. good. <laughs> I don't put on a fashion statement every time I come out the locker room. All right. So, so you were the original pride. So let's let's go back a little bit. We're going to talk about the cornerback position at Atlantic, first and right. foremost, right? So I, I want to make it clear to everybody. I never played corner at Atlantic High School. I was a safety at Atlantic High School, right? Right. So play some safety. Now huh? I got the round. Okay. So you played everything in the secondary, pretty much. I played everything in the secondary. Yes. Okay. Okay. So now, the first corner, what I call the real corner, right? Now, we got a lot of great athletes come through there now. And, right. And guys who listen to this show don't feel slighted. I'm just going to name a few, right? Charles Cornelius. Right. See, I know Charles because I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm, now, I'm not just a Dolphin fan. I'm a Dolphin fanatic. Fanatic, okay. <laughs> I love my Dolphins. And I, if I'm moving. I'm not going nowhere. I don't care how many games we lose. I don't care how bad we're doing. You still a little still a Dolphin fan. All right. I watch. Charles play, but mm-hmm. I also know where Charles come from because he came from Miami Mar. That's right. Okay. So right. understanding the history, a lot of kids when I, where I mm-hmm. I kind of want to get them to understand who came before you, and they don't do that now. Yeah, they right. lose track of the people that came before right. and appreciate the folks that, that paved the way for you to do what you do. Absolutely. Now, Charles played at Bethune mm-hmm. and was a hell of a defensive cornerback. Oh, no doubt. Okay. So I knew that already, you know, and I understood the guys mm-hmm. that came, that played my position mm-hmm. at a, that came before me. Okay. So under no certain terms I ever thought I was <laughs> at the prime mentality. My my job when I played was to get my hands on you because I'm not the fastest guy. I'm a, I'm what you call the Everson got walls type of dude. Okay, okay, all right, cool, okay. cool, all right. But I understood. I'm cat quick. Mm-hmm. I know how to move my hands. My my. I know how to move my hips. There you go. And I had good feet. Well, well let me that, what what you just said right there. Right. See, here's here's why Chris with me right. I'm so old school now. Now. I had great athletic ability. I cannot run most people, right? In, in 1981, I was the fastest guy in the NFL draft, right, in the 40. Right. So I, I could do all that. I can jump. My vertical and my long jump was crazy, right? I, I had all that, right? But Everson Walls, all right, we were in the same class. Right. Grambling. Not, cl- class of 81. Right. Now, remember, Everson didn't get drafted. Out of college. A lot of people right. don't know that. But listen, he led the lead my rookie year in interceptions. interceptions. He led the lead. But now, Everson is nice now. When I say nice, he got nice size. He's 6'2". He bucked 95 coming out of college. Right. I'm 5'11", 155 pounds coming out of college. Right? It's a different thing. Right? right? And Everson knew how to get this, just like you're talking about. Because when you don't have the speed, your technique has got to be um, That's the point. You got to be sound, right? And you mentioned something earlier that, man, I, I'm, I'm just checking, I'm, I'm putting check marks on you, right? Because I believe when you play in corner, if you don't get your hands on receivers, 
Right. You they might want to go play. Something, you might want to go play something else. Yeah, they're gonna do you in. You might want to go play something else. You gotta. I don't care how fast you are. You see, because people don't understand, Chris, with these hands, you can throw off the time of the receiver. And sometimes that's all you need, just a, just a, a little bit, right, to throw well, the, t- the timing off. I understood that in high school. Wow, that's strong, bro. That's so strong. when I I used to go up in their face. Wow. Okay, and let you know, hey, bro, this gonna be all game long. This is what <laughs> they ain't have no clue that I wasn't that fast. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right. Hey, they have to know. And then I had a little dude, we were playing Twin Lakes. Uh-huh. Slipped by me and mm-hmm. caught one underneath me. Uh-huh, okay. He caught the ball up underneath me. Right. And <laughs> he pissed me off because I wasn't used to nobody catching no ball the on balls me. on you, right, exactly. So the next play, they were running the football. He wasn't paying attention. I went straight through him. You wiped him out. <laughs> I wiped him out. Before he came, then you just running routes and catching balls. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. So my job, he was a freshman. I was a senior. Uh-huh. My job is to take your heart. I got to take Oh, yeah, heart. absolutely. You, you get that, it's done. The game over. Game and over. he was done. Once I did him like he was done. He, was he done. caught that one ball and that right. was it. Right. right. You know. Right. And I, and I was good. I was like, okay, my job done for tonight. Well, some people don't understand. There's a, in football in general, there's a psychology in the game, right? But when you're playing corner, bruh. You got to be a master psychologist. And you, you got to have a strong will. You got to have a strong will. Right. And 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 you got to have a short memory. Short, very short. Very short memory, right? Right. Cause you, you know I'm, what else you do in the league, man? You know what you do in the league? If you catch a ball on me, I may just go up to you and say, bro, that's the last ball you're going to catch today, right? That was typical of me. Bro, right. that's it. Now, any anybody who got anything to them, they're going to say something back to you. They're going to challenge you. Now, when they do that, Chris, we got it going now, right? right. That's, what, that's what I need to get stirred up, right? You, you're not going to catch them on the day, and we're going to battle. Me and Jerry Rice had some of the greatest battles of all time. I was on him, Chris, with these right here. Yeah, you got to put your hands I, I, I was on him. I was on him. And so, 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 so. So, all right, so now we talked about Charles Canegas. Right. Let's talk about this guy right here, Mo Wesley. I was, you 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 know, when I came to the games during your time, uh-huh. they had me sitting in the stands. Okay. I was still young. I couldn't <laughs> you get it. You couldn't you could wander about. <laughs> and then people used to be in my way. Mm-hmm. Game. They uh-huh. wanted to up and chill. You know, I'm watching the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm a little dude. I'm still watching the game. And I even, you know, Mo used to play corner, but uh-huh. I really didn't watch him right. that, uh, at corner position. Right. Most of the time when I watched Mo, when he was giving the, the ball. Pitch, right. you know, 529. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was him. You know, that was him. Yeah. And he hit that corner. Right. And he you was... you lose it for a minute because you know he's short. He's short, right. <laughs> And he stand up on that sideline and he gone. You know, that's what I I I envision with Mo, but never really had a chance to really saw him play defense. Well, well, let me say this about him. First and foremost, forget playing cornerback. The best athlete I ever played with in my life until 1989, when Dion was drafted. Right. 
Mo Wesley was the greatest athlete I ever played with. All through co- nobody on my college team was Mo Wesley. Well, you know I coached baseball with Mo on the JV level. Okay, at Atlanta. Okay, <laughs> I was a terrible baseball player. Played, played for Red Oldham League, you know. And you, and you played for Red and you was not good? No, I, won't, I played for his league. I didn't. Okay, you didn't play for Red. All right, all right. All right. Oh, team, but it, he was still over the league. Right, okay. And um, I only could pitch, man. Okay. That's all, right. I, I, I had. That's all I had for you. Right, right, right. First of all, I ain't like batting because I ain't like no ball coming at me. Coming at you. Right, right. I'm with you. I was a little foreign for that. <laughs> when I grew up on 10th and used to play with, you know, the bigger people, my sister. Right. right. I was the youngest on the street. Right. So we were throwing footballs. <laughs> you know, we were playing football. They were throwing footballs and right. they will play four squares or something. Right. Football right. four squares. That was the most that's been. Right, right, right. So, right. wow. With no baseball. Right. I went to baseball. And then I, I liked the basketball. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, so, yeah. those are two yeah. sports yeah. I really was into. Was right. Right, right. Well, well, I tell you, let me tell you something about Mo Wesley. He played one year varsity football. But let me tell you what he did in that one year. On offense, at that wing back, he rushed for over 1,000 yards. Now, I want you to understand this. I'm a junior because he's a year ahead of me. I'm a junior. I'm a starting quarterback. That first year I started as a quarterback with my junior year. And Mo rushed for a thousand yards, but the dude behind me, the fullback, his on his birth certificate, his name is Elijah Davis. We call him Mutt Lee, right? Oh, so much call him Mutt Soul, right? He rushed for a thousand. So in our backfield, we had two one thousand yard rushes. So when me and Steve Canegas, when the ball was thrown downfield, we were throwing for money. I mean, it, you know, we forget first down, we were throwing for money. You got right? nine. In the box. We got nine in the box. We throwing for money. And, you know, Steve Kinney is one of the greatest athletes ever played with as well, right? Now, you think about Mo West, all right? So, Mo rushed for a 1,000 on offense. Now, I played left safety for Atlantic back then, right. which always ended up being the strong safety most of the time. Mo was the left corner to my side, right? So, we got all the action. Everybody's right-handed. They're coming our way, right? Right. Mo had 10 picks. Chris, he was so good. Listen at this now. He was so good. I used to look at that and go, man, I don't know how he doing that. He was so good. I never thought, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I, I was glad I was playing safety because I don't want to be out there in open space like that. You know, and he was good at it, right? On top of that, he had four punt returns for touchdown. Oh, my gosh. Listen, man. Everywhere I played with Mo Wesley, basketball team, he's one of the best basketball players we had. Yeah, I watched Mo play basketball. He was one of the best baseball players at Atlantic back in the day, right? And then when we got the baseball game and the track meet lined up, he going to come give us points. And he'll run anything from the 100 to the quarter. Now, you don't run that quarter. You need to be in track shape. Yes. They'll put Mo in the four-by-four. Mo go out there with Don Monroe and Steve Kinnears. Well, they was magic. I'm just telling So he was the he was the guy. 
in my opinion, in my generation, Mo West is the GOAT. In so he helped put Coach Harris in the Track Hall of Fame. That's right. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm going to tell you something else about Mo West. Mo West was an all-county, um, um, what do they call that thing? <sighs> Cross-country. Oh, you did everything. All kind of cross country. Well, you know, you, you know, well, me and Mo, and and that's the that's the beauty of mm -hmm. me coming back to Atlantic, mm -hmm. and because me and Mo was together, because he was the head baseball coach for the JV. Okay. I was assistant. Right. So we used to take these trips, you know, driving from place to place. Place, place right. So I got educated on my hip <laughs> dealing with him because he used to talk about the baseball with Keith Washington and him. Washington, Jeff Morrison. Guys in the baseball with Absolutely. Jerome, and which I knew Jerome and Gus and all you know how solid they were baseball players. And I watched them play basketball because, you know, I'm real close with Reggie and, and, and Tony. All right. Uh huh. So I came to games with Coach Dobot. Okay. You know, so I was there. Anyway, with them, so I'm watching the game, so I had a chance to watch. Mm -hmm. You know, with uh. Him and him, Jap, and at the guards, and right, right. right, exactly. You know, I had a chance to watch that, mm -hmm. but Mo was just unbelievable because I never get to say baseball because I wasn't a baseball guy. But right, right. stories that he used to tell me how he used to jump over the fence from baseball game and run track. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, man, ain't too many people doing that, bro. He was doing it, bro. He, I, and, and and I'm telling you, he did it well. I mean, he wasn't over there just participating, bro. He was giving us points. Because, you know, our track team was the best in Palm Beach County when we were in high school, right? right. I mean, we were beating everybody. Pahokia, Belgrade, it was just like our football team. We we didn't play. You know, John Lyle Leonard would have 100 distant runners. They had no sprinters, though. They had no sprinters. But now we had a guy named Mike Franzo. He was in Moe's class. He going to win the mile in two miles. Bro, we had everything. Mike Major, I don't know if you ever knew Mike Major. He was a small guard. He played guard for us. He's from Boynton. I remember. Mike yeah. Major. So everybody was trying to get on the track team. I mean, it was like a thing, right? It was like being a part of the Delray Rocks. Everybody wanted to be with the Delray Rocks. They wanted to play for Rock. Right. So everybody wanted to be on our track team. So here we got <laughs> Mike Major. 165-pound offensive guard, right? Trying to find a place on the track team. So Coach Harris put him in the half mile, eight, the 880. Eight, eight, right. And of course, he, he couldn't do that, right? And so we laugh at him, laugh at him, pick at him. One day in practice, he picked up the pole vault. Chris, from the day that day he picked that pole vault up, Launched it. we got 10 points in the pole vault every meet except state. Didn't lose until he got the state. Found just found just found his lane, man, and got that post already putting the ground. Going. We got them ten points every week. So we had people wanting to be involved with our track team, but we had people who came in not knowing what they wanted to do, but they found themselves within the track team, right? And so it was a special time, man. You know, and back in those days, man, we didn't even have a bus ride home from Atlantic after. After basketball, no, basketball practice, we had a bus ride. 
Football practice, nobody came and picked us up. We had to find our way back home. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, we, we're, we're gonna, gonna do some time. We're gonna 7-Eleven and sit on the corner, 7-Eleven thumb. Right. I mean, somebody from Born to be coming through taking us to the right? right. And then in track was the same way. We ain't had no bus. But all, everybody was out there just being a part. It was a special time, man. It, it was different. It, it was different. And so our baseball team was solid, you know. Uh, with, with Jerome Burgess, Moe, Jeff Morrison, right. Keith Washington. I mean, I can just go look, Jap, uh, Bozo Pratt, all those right. guys for years. Right. Tit, the Titwell brothers, Dan and Dwight. Right. Great baseball players, man. So, you know, they're they, they red, golf, red, well, Titwells. The Titwell. Dan and Dwight. Play golf, right, too? No, they didn't play golf. Well, now, I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know if we had a golf team back then on the team. I'm not sure. But I know they were great baseball players. You know, um, Danny Titwell was a quarterback um, the, the year they played for first state championship, my freshman year in high school. You know, he was a quarterback on that team with Luther Mosley and Jim Fisher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was he, he was the, um, the quarterback on that team. Very athletic guy. Very athletic, right? So, man, you know, we got that tradition. So talking about – so when I talk about Mo, so I go Charles Canadians. Then I got Mo Wesley. Right. And then we got you at corner. Right. And I'm going to ask you about one more corner. I, I don't know if you coached him or not. Brandon Flowers. Did you coach Brandon? Yeah. They were, I was still, when those guys, Thad took over when he came and I mm -hmm. went offense. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay. Thad had them mm -hmm. the last two years. I caught them on the first two years. Okay. So they're, they're, they had some good coaching. Okay, because oh, yeah. when I caught when I caught them, they got defeat. The, the footwork drills is like meaningless. It's like <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you in one drill, uh -huh. you have, if you're going to be playing uh -huh. within that year, and right. it didn't matter if you was a freshman coming straight out of middle school or a senior. Mm -hmm. Okay, I had a kid. I'm gonna tell you right now, Johnny McMahon. Mm -hmm. And I was coaching, mm -hmm. and Johnny, you know, white kids don't play Kona. Right, that's right. Mm -hmm. All right, white kid, Johnny, 150 pounds maybe, <laughs> five nine, five nine, right, right, five seven. I'm giving him something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this kid. He came out. Mm -hmm. All he ever played was Sandlot. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sandlot with the Haitian kids over at Barry Park. Right, right. Okay. All right. I put my man through the drills, right? Mm -hmm. And I looked, I'm saying, I'm like, whoa. All right. <laughs> I looked at him. And Bobby wasn't that fast. Right, right, right. Okay. But that quick. It was that quick. Quick lightning. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he had feet, 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 feet. And I looked at him, I said, I said, uh, you don't know this, Johnny. <laughs> but before the year out, right. you will be starting. Wow. You talking about a kid coming from middle school? Right, 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 right. Wow. I told him before the year out, you will oh, be starting. Wow, man. That's that's strong right there. And guess where he started at? Where? Ely. Really? In Pompano. What? What? 
What? I put him out there with hey, me. hey, that's a lion's den, bro. What? He became an all-conference, wow. first-team, all-area defensive back his junior year. Wow, that's amazing. But you know, you said something that's key. And, and, and see, you know, when I talk, when I'm talking football with people, you know, you know when people know the game, right? Right. When, when I was playing the Falcons, as as you know, as the years start to go by, and we start to draft corners every year, right? So, you know, they're, they were trying to replace all the old guys, which that's what they do, right? Right. And so um they drafted Dion in 89, right? So Dion came in, that was my ninth season when Dion came in as a rookie. So then we played a couple of years. Then they brought, we, we got a guy, Dion was the fifth player selected in the, in the NFL draft in the first right. round. Right. All right. So the first day Prime came to camp, you know, for all I would do when they draft these guys high, Chris, mm-hmm. the first day of practice, I, I'm, I'm looking for the story, you know, because the story is going to be told. Right. In the first practice. And the, and the way it's going to be told is your feet. If you got good, if you got good footwork, okay, all right, but you ain't got it. I know. Oh, they don't messed up money now, right? Yeah. So, so we had a kid come in two years after Dion, man, and I watched his feet the first day, and I mean, he was like the third player selected overall in the whole NFL draft. And I go, man, they done made a mistake, and they did. So when when you when you when when you can look at somebody's footwork, it, it tells the story. Because the thing about playing the secondary, especially at corner, bruh, can't have no wasted steps. Your feet got to be impeccable. You got feet, bruh. Bruh, forget forget speed, feet. Bruh. And so you got a guy with good feet, man, bruh. It, it's a wrap. You got to change directions. Mm. Your feet have to be quick enough to change directions. Change directions. I, I call it like this. I, I would say this to people. Your feet gotta have a mind of his own, right? You know, gotta put put them down, bruh. Your feet gotta have a mind of his own, and if you haven't developed that, if you don't have that, bruh, I can't use you. Not out wide. We make we make you find another place for you. Yeah, but out wide, bruh, we can't make no mistakes out there. Well, it was just like, you know, I watch the draft. I go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. My wife, get, my wife, they just like, man, what is wrong? <laughs> I, I look at track. I watch baseball. Right, 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 I watch football. Right. I watch basketball. I look at golf. Right. I watch racing. I don't care what it is. It's on. I even watch a little soccer. If that's all you're gonna get. That's all you're gonna get. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can watch it all. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the draft, and the kid from USC. He okay. plays safety. Okay. And I can't think his name right offhand. Mm-hmm. He was upset because his coach, the coach at, at uh, Seattle, okay, right, didn't Coach Carroll, Coach Carroll, Coach Carroll didn't draft him. Okay, right. Uh huh. But I'm watching the cutups. <laughs> so at safety, I have become a, a what you call a, a a master analyst. Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So I'm watching angles. I'm watching mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. how you basically, you mm-hmm. know, fill the alley. Mm-hmm. What's the angles on you filling the alley? How you mm-hmm. force the guy? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which way you force mm-hmm. him? You know? mm-hmm. And you always have to be a half step behind when you feel behind. Right. You have mm-hmm. to be a half step behind because mm-hmm. if, you, 
If you're not a half step behind, you're mm -hmm. going to overrun the play. He's going to overrun the play every time. He's going to cut back on you. Absolutely. So I basically understand this, you know, understood this playing this position and also studying the position. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And I watched this kid tell me, oh, why he didn't get drafted first <laughs> round with the Seahawks. Coach, I let him down. He probably out of this. Right. First of all, he had terrible hips. Yeah. Okay. And he didn't understand the concepts of playing a position and how to control your body to speed up, slow down, you know, how to fill the alley properly. Mm -hmm. He went to the NFL. He was overrunning everything. Yes. Okay. All right. Folks was getting behind him. I mean, he wasn't filling the alley right. Well, right. why, should, why should he draft? Well, well, let me tell you something, I know exactly who you're talking about now, right? <laughs> because he played with Bryce. My son was out there. He was a, um, I think he was a senior when Bryce was a freshman out there. Right. And he he straight line forty times. He was a four two guy. Matter of oh, fact, he's fast now. Matter of fact, when my son Bryce went to SC as a true freshman, he was the second fastest on the team behind this guy. Yeah, and so and he was that he was a robot, right? He was he, a robot. He, he was big, ways. right? He was big, fast, big, fast. But what? Well, what not athletic, but you know. But what he thought, what, what what he didn't know, the defense he played on in college was a super defense, right? All right, so you take him out of the game, they're not gonna miss a beat because who you got up front, you got. Ray Maluga in the middle. You got Clay Matthews on one defensive end, outside linebacker. You got yeah. Brian Cushion, the other outside linebacker. So you got an all-pro defensive team. You got about four or five guys on that defense who are all pros in the NFL right. in, in the next few years. And he's playing in the middle. So he was getting away with murder. He wasn't really getting called out, right? Because I remember we were first, we had just started to go out there and see Bryce play and all that kind of stuff. And bam, you know, and they and they kept talking about him. I'm looking at him play. I'm going like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But but anyway, so so you value that too. And so and, and see, I'm like that too. I, I study the game. You know, I can look at tape. Um, or I just, I just look at the games different, Chris. Um and 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 I, and I think for me it started just playing quarterback as a as a kid, you know. And, and I look at the game a little differently. And then the guy who coached me at Florida State, um, defense coordinator and DB coach Jack Stanton, was a filmaholic, right? Right. So we're gonna be in that film room all day, all night. I mean, even when we even when we ate lunch um, at Florida State, I had to I had to watch a half a reel of film with a graduate assistant. So I get my lunch. I got to go study tape while I eat my lunch, right? right? And so then you learn. And then I, I, a guy coached me in the NFL named Fred Bruni, who really taught me how to break it down, right? And, and, and then the game got so easy, you know, and it came to a point when I couldn't run no more. When I couldn't run no more, it didn't matter. Just right. like we were talking earlier. You know, if, you, if you're fundamentally sound, you know, you don't have to be a 4-2, 4-3. You don't even have to be a 4-7 guy. Right. If you fundamentally sound, you know, and so so the value in 
the fundamentals of the game, the basic fundamentals of the game. And if you got good footwork along with that, and you want to study the game, you love the game enough, you want to study the game, bro. I want that guy. That's the guy I want. Right. I well, want that guy. Right. A lot of people don't understand. They talking about oh, Mike run, you know, Mike played safety for me. Right. He didn't play corner. He didn't play corner for you. Exactly. I had Mike as a freshman. Mike started the second half of the season as a freshman. Wow. All the way till he was a senior. Wow. I told him, I say, you will be great when you see the game through my eyes. Through the eyes, right. Mm-hmm. He saw the game through my eyes his sophomore year. Wow. That's amazing, man. He came on. He started filling the alley properly. Yeah. Okay. And I never forget this conversation I had mm-hmm. with Coach Ogeron. Mm-hmm. Ogeron was recruiting Keith Bryant okay. at USC. Ogeron was at USC. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking. Mm-hmm. Ogeron said, Coach, Coach, I just have to know. He said, you you, you, you coach DBs. Uh-huh. Right? You're the head coach, but you coach DBs. Right. <laughs> he, said, he said, I got to know this one thing. I, I, I always say all, all my DBs, when I run by them, I want to know this question. I give them this question to find out if they really know what they're talking about. Right. Okay. He says, if you are at safety mm-hmm. and you had an opportunity, mm-hmm. you get there the same time as the ball. Uh-huh. At safety with a guy running a post route. What do you do? He asked me, what do I do? Excellent question, coach. <laughs> That way for the answer. I said, well, coach, to give you to give you the to give you the answer is, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna prefer the man. I want to knock the hell out of him because I'm sending a message. I said, but you go through the man to the football. To the football, right? If you get there to the man before the football, you take the football, right? If you get there the same time, you take the man. You take the man, exactly. Okay. He uh-huh. said, man, that's beautiful. Okay. Man, I can hear coach. I can coach all right now. <laughs> That's how you play it. That's how you play it, right? Anything less than that, you're gonna fail. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Man, I yeah. watch lot. I I watch lot do it. Oh man. Listen. I watch Tatum do it. Yeah. Oh. Now, Tatum was more so just a man. I mean, but well, I watched well, him do Tatum, it. Tatum was the man. He was the man. Now, right. and you know, Ronnie, Ronnie and I are in the same class, right? right. Ronnie. Um, Kenny Easley, Dennis Smith, we're all in the same draft, right? Joy Brown, people forget about old Joy Brown. Yeah, Joy Brown was nice. He was nice. He was nice, nice. But, you, you know, Kenny Easley, Ronnie Lott really overshadowed Kenny, Kenny Easley, right? And Kenny Easley was the best safety. He was a big old dude. In, in our class, right? right. So, so Kenny Easley played quarterback in high school, by the way. But Kenny and, and and when the draft came that year, right, you know, George Rogers was the first one selected in our draft. Right. Followed by Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was the second guy drafted, right, in that draft. Then Freeman McNeil, I think, was the third pick from UCLA running back. Right. And then next thing you know, here we go, Ronnie Lott. And next thing you know, in his top ten, Dennis Smith. See, Dennis Smith and Ronnie Lott played at Southern Cal at the same time. And both of those safeties went in the top 10 at one college. Think about that, right? 
And so then you had those three safeties in the first 10. You had Easley, Ronnie Lott, and Dennis Smith all in the top 10. And then at the back of the first round, you had a guy from Tarpon Springs named Ted Watts. He didn't have a great pro career, but he, he was a talented guy. We played in a high school all-star game together. But he went to Texas Tech to college. And then you had me and Hanford Dixon, right? And Hanford and I were truly the number one and number two corners in the country that year. Right. And so we the corners were at the back end of the first, and those guys went up top. But when you talk about those guys, you're talking about major, major guys who understood the game and played it the right way. Ronnie Lott would time up those hits. He would time them up, bro. Yeah. I've never seen Ronnie. Now, listen to this now. You, and we know he was looking for collisions, right? I've never seen Ronnie get there early, too early. I've never seen him get there too early. And I, you know, and I watched, and I watched easily when he was at Seattle. I watched yes. over again. Mm-hmm. And beast. I mean. Oh, oh man. You, you don't get no better than those two right there. You don't get no better than those two right there. But, and it's like, okay. This some, is some big time football. Hey, man, listen. I mean, and then if you're watching it the right way, and, and, and here's the thing that gets you too, man, Chris, it always gets me, right? Because I'm a little guy. I've always been a little guy, right? right? When you see guys do it the right way and they got size, man, that's it's special. You know, when you think a guy is so big where you can just outrun him and you can't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he's big enough. He's so physical. You know, he can do everything in the game. I mean, he can come down the box if you need him, to, need, right. need him there. I mean, he can play anywhere. Run, and you call those guys football players. They were just great football players, right? In my class, we had Mike Singletary, Howie, Howie Long, Dexter Manley. I mean, I can go on and on. Eric yeah. Wright, Ricky Jackson from Pahokee. We're all in the same class, man. You know, Everson Walls didn't even get drafted. Deron Cherry, you remember Deron Cherry? Didn't even get drafted from Rutgers. You know, all pro guys never get drafted. Right? Deron, Deron played with Kansas City. Kansas City, he played with the Chiefs. Right. Number 20. Played, yep, that's him. You got him. You got him. So all, all those guys, man, you know, it, it was special. But then when you, when you get a chance to see guys do it the right way, now here I go now, and you come back to little Delray Beach, right? All that experience playing rock ball, right? Right. And you see those kids playing in high school, and they're doing things the right way. Right. You don't get no better than that, man. You don't get no better than that. Our kids come from a small little Delray Beach, man. You know, I look at them now sometimes, you know, you see them doing seven-on-seven now at a young age. I'm like, man, these kids are so far. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right? I didn't even know what 707 was. Man, come on. <laughs> the first time I heard about it, I was in high school. Right. right. We didn't do that with the rocks. <laughs> you know. 707. So what is that? Right? Is that a new game? Is, is that soccer? What is it? So, 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 you know, I, I just got to say, and I want to say thank you. You know, you're younger than me, but I want to thank you for your community involvement in Delray. Uh, for keeping the dream alive, for keeping um, young boys off the street straight, right? Because I, I know for me, you know, my dad was a preacher, and I, and I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things, right? I, right. You know, I was, I was, I had a circle around me, but even when I was 
out, you know, Bunt Mitchell was always there, you know, right. um, uh, Walt Stevens was always there, you know, Red Odom, they were always there. Guys were always there in the community, you know, um, that can put hands on you, can touch you and make sure you're going around the, the, the right path. And so it's important that we do that, you know. And so I just want to applaud you, man, for your, your involvement in the community in Delray, because you're keeping it, you're keeping the you're keeping it alive. You know, you're keeping the dream alive for a lot of young boys and a lot of young men. Yeah, well, if the guys that are there, you know, because I, I, I never wanted to be the guy when I was at Atlantic to just hold a position constantly mm-hmm. and not groom guys behind me. Right, absolutely. Because I always wanted my players, the guy that played for me, mm-hmm. to be the next coaches. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. If, if you ain't giving in, in, and when I left there, it's like, okay, if it ain't my guys mm-hmm. or the guys that coach with me, mm-hmm. you need to give it to Larry. Mm-hmm. You need to give it to homegrown folks who have right. a, who have a passion for it. Right. Okay. Who love Atlantic High School and love, love their in Atlantic. Exactly. Exactly. That understand that what the dynamics of this community is about mm-hmm. and that you have to rely heavily on. Mm-hmm. What type of teachings they're getting for the rocks? Mm-hmm. What type of development they're getting mm-hmm. there? And you know, making sure when they come to you that you add on to what they already have. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so it's important that we get the right people in place to make sure they teach these kids football, teaching them football, football. and, and teach them how to also stay safe too and healthy. Oh, absolutely. That's been important. Right. Me of lately, when I start understanding the CTE and the, mm. the and the head injury understand because I was reckless. We were okay. all reckless, man. Right. We and were all I, reckless. Didn't care. Mm. I didn't care. I was taking on even in college, mm. I was taking on some linemen if I can catch them right. <laughs> okay. I would catch them right. <laughs> they, hey, hey, being gonna take you out. You don't you take you out. Exactly. Don't slip. So Absolutely. It's like, okay, making sure your head in the right position, not, mm-hmm. you know, helmet to helmet. Mm-hmm. You know, put your head in a certain place and making mm-hmm. sure that not only are you being safe with yourself, you're being safe with the next man that's playing. Well, absolutely. Well, I, I know all I can do is t- tell you this, and I know what me. We played in a different generation, you know, and, and I, I remember, you know, like I said, I was a small kid. When mm-hmm. I got to college, you know, I started bringing the wood, right? Right, and I'm I'm a buck forty five when I go into FSU, and I'm a I'm a buck fifty five when I get drafted. A lot of people don't know that, right? Right. But you know, back in those days, everybody ran the wishbone, they ran the option, and the corner was a factor in those plays, right? And so I was bringing it, man. Matter of fact, I got it got to the point where I thought that <laughs> you know you when you're young when you're a young man. And you and you're able to move guys who two twenty two thirty and knock those guys back and knock them down. You start to feel somewhere somewhere about yourself, right? But but you also know you understand leverage. You understand leverage. Leverage. You understand leverage. And I tell you one thing with me, you know, playing because you know I played what they call a strong corner at FSU, right? Right. Which meant I was going to be the strong strong side, two receiver side, or the wide side of the field. And so if you think about the, the being the strong corner, playing the wide side of the field, and back in the day when they had options and the ball come down the line, tight end block, I got cloud support from way out there. Right. 
So, bro, I'm coming, right? Four three speed, I'm coming because I know I'm gonna need all that to collide with a guy two thirty, right? You know, the James Jones and all those guys. You know, I'm coming, bro. I'm coming. OJ Anderson, I'm coming, right? And so, so you learn to do that. And uh, and the thing is, you want your kids now to be safe. Now, as a result of all the things I've had, you know, I got my neck fused now. Right. C four, five, six, and seven, right? Because I'm going there banging, leaving my head. I'm banging. I'm leaving my head. I'm banging. I'm leaving my head. But it was a time we played in. Right. I got an artificial left shoulder, right? I had to get it replaced, you know, just the time of playing in. But remember, I never played the game no more than 172 pounds. And that Absolutely. was my last year in the league. And I'm getting to that point with my right shoulder. Okay. I feel like it's about to come out a lot. Bruh, you, like, you want to do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, you know, it, knowing what I know now, Going back, if I had to do it all over again, I'll sign up again, Chris, because I love it, right? Yeah. I, I, tell, people, I tell people this all the time right now. They, they look at me sideways, right? I say, the Falcons called me today. I'm 63 years old. And they say, well, we got a place for you. I say, I'm on the way. I, and I tell them this. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there, but I'm going. <laughs> I always tell them I got one good play for I got one play. Yeah, give me one play. <laughs> Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. Well, look, man, that's the, that's the end of my show, man. Chris, man, right. you've been an awesome guest. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Absolutely. you, man. Hey, Absolutely. love you, man. Absolutely. Peace Absolutely. To you. Love you, bro. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you like the show tonight, comment, share with your friends. We had our, our guy on the night, the legend from Delray Beach, Mr. Chris Bean. Some people call him Whirlpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I got plenty of names out there. Plenty plenty of names. Names. <laughs> well, yeah. well, thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for watching the show. Chris, thank you again, bro. Peace All right. All, right, All right, take care. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.